0: rancho radio 92.9 K-D-S-K. we are brought to you this morning by pam harris's p quail realty in rio rancho and it is time to find out what is going on in the city of vision with our mayor good morning mayor greg hall
1: good morning Derek, and happy 2022 <laughs> yes we made it we made it now i just want to say i did not say happy 2020 also I said Happy 2022. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I heard some. I saw a meme online saying that the additional two on the 2022 means 2020 all over again. Yeah, so no, 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 no. It's 2022, and uh, two numbers, not, uh, yeah. not also <laughs> <laughs> right. So I had to throw that in there because I thought that meme was a little bit funny, and and I also saw a picture of somebody holding a very long stick, pushing the door open to 2022 to kind of see what was there before we went through. But, you know, time is time. We have to move through the door, whether we like it or not. And I know that's what we're going to talk about today is what's going to happen in 2022 in the city of Rio Rancho. You never know exactly what's going to happen. But, no, but you have plans. But we have plans. Yeah. We do have plans and we've got big plans and we want to keep this ball rolling that we've got going, because as we talked about in last week's show, we really put the cherry on top of the ice cream with all the great things that got accomplished despite the pandemic, despite the constraints and the obstacles that were put forward. And now as we look forward into 2022, we want to we set our sights on even higher goals. And uh, 2021 was a great year for us. I mean, we saw a lot of amazing accomplishments. Are we going to get that level of accomplishments in 2022? I don't know, but we're going to shoot for it, right? And it's hard to top opening a brand new orthopedic center. You know what I'm saying? So that was huge. It's hard to top the brand new campus park with the Sky Room and receiving all the awards that we did. But what we want to do now, Derek, as we move into 2022... Is we want to just say happy new year and welcome, and here we come. <laughs> <laughs> you have plans for 2022, whether or not
0: you'll be able to get them done. We don't know what obstacles will hit us in 2022, as you mentioned, but you do have plans, and that's what I wanted to talk about.
1: Right, because we always want to know what we're looking forward as we move along. And, you know, what are the plans? What are the things that we're going to try to work on? What are the goals? What are the the goals? Exactly. And we've laid the foundation for some really tremendous building blocks for 2022. When we talk about the things that we wrapped up in last week's show, when we're wrapping up last year, those are not the end, but those are the beginning of more things to come in those areas. So when we look at the orthopedic center, there's a lot that we get to add to that. Okay, that's the fundamental foundational building block. When we look at the new senior center out at city center, there's more to be added to that. When we look at the new park, there's more to be added to that. When we look at the businesses that are coming into Rio Rancho, there's more to be added there. So what we do is we look at all these things. And really the way we start every year off in New Mexico is we start the year off with a legislative agenda. And because the legislature meets every year at the first of the year, you know, starts off in January and a 30 day session rolls into February and a 60 day session rolls into March. And we go to the legislature and this year's legislature is going to be very important because it's primarily budget focused. We're going to have opportunities at the legislature that we've never had before, because right now the state is reporting record revenues. And the city of Rio Rancho, we're having very strong revenue year as well. And so we're going to be looking at money that we can possibly get from the state legislature. And then we're also going to be looking at the revenues that we've got that were above projections. And we're going to be looking at projects that we can do. We're going to be looking at Some long term projects that have singular costs to them. And then we're going to look at projects that will have what we call reoccurring costs. And then we'll kind of go from there. But there's a lot to be looked at. So, pairing the money up with the New Mexico legislature and what we might be getting there, and then pairing that up with the dollars that we have here at the city, I think we can accomplish some really cool things in 2022. And we will go over some of those things uh, for our listeners to give you an idea
0: of what
1: Mayor Hull and the city council will be working on throughout the year. Absolutely. Well, the tempo was set on December 9th. Okay, December 9th, there was a governing body meeting. And the tempo was set because what we have to do is, prior to going into any legislative session, the governing body has to approve what we call the legislative priority list or the capital outlay priorities. Okay, and that's where we're going to the state and asking for money in this particular budget session. And so we put a list together... And then we put that list in front of the governing body and the governing body says, yeah, we approve this list. Let's go and try and get this money.
0: Now, these things have to meet the criteria for the state legislature. Correct. You can't just
1: say, I want money for this or that. You have to show why and how. Exactly. In most cases, these projects have to be ready to go and they need to be fully funded. So if the state's going to throw in some money, they want to see that the city has some money to throw at it, too, so that the money doesn't just get allocated and sit there. Okay, they want to see it go into the community and be used as quickly as possible. So, what are the priorities? Well, here are the priorities the same as they were last year because we're not done yet. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The priorities are fix the roads, okay? Fix the infrastructure, continue to build and improve on public safety. and add to the quality of life of the overall community. And those are the things that we're going to be focused on. So in the resolution that was approved on December 9th by the governing body, the governing body approved for myself and staff. Now, remember, the mayor can't just go to the Capitol and say, hey, I want some money for all of my pet projects. Right. Okay. That's not the way it works in Rear Rancho. In Rear Rancho, the mayor has to seek the approval of the council to go and advocate for money. Oh, you're not King Hull, are you? No, (laughs) no. And it doesn't matter who the mayor was or is or will be is that any priority that goes to the state or the federal government has to be approved by the governing body. So the governing body has to see the value in the total overall project. So I'm going to break these down in three different areas, Derek, and you can stop me if you have questions on any of these things. But these are some of the things that we're going to be asking the state legislature for. Now, are all of these going to get funded? No. We're giving them a shopping list. Mm -hmm. We're giving them something to choose from. Maybe they want to participate in some of these projects. Maybe they don't. Maybe they won't give us the full amount of money, but maybe they'll just give us some of the money. And for various different legislators, there could be various different priorities. So some legislators might like to put money toward quality of life projects. Some legislators might be laser focused on public safety. And other legislators might love the fact that they helped improve a road. Okay, Mm -hmm. so there's some projects and I'm going to put some price tags out there and I'm going to tell you right now, there's some big price tags here and we've never done this before because we've never had this kind of money. So we're asking big. You know, right. Don't ask, don't get. You're right. If you don't ask, you don't get. So this time we're asking big. And so there's some big price tags on our capital outlay priority list. And I think our listeners will really, really, really understand some of these projects. I think they'll get it. And mm-hmm. I think they'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'm glad to hear that they're asking for that particular project. So that being said, we'll start with quality of life. So quality of life is, is as we said, we have a fundamental start to a beautiful park out at City Center called Campus Park. Now, we'd like to go ahead and finish that off, because if you've been out to Campus Park, you'll see there's two big voided spaces, one a little bit to the east, one to the north, where the park is not finished yet. And so what we would like to do is go ahead and complete that park. So under Quality of Life, we're throwing it out there to the legislator, $1.8 million to plan, design, construct phase two of the city center Campus Park. So we want to go ahead and get that finished up, and that'll create more space. And Derek, as you've seen, The three city hosted events that have been at that park have been overwhelmingly attended. I've never seen attendance at a park like that in Rio Rancho ever before. So this park is a genuine hit. And then uh, we're also looking at $1.3 million to design and construct phase two of the Broadmoor Senior Center. So we built that new senior center out Mm -hmm. there. Like I said, that's a fundamental building block. It's the cornerstone. Now we want to expand on that. And that was designed, as I recall, to expand. Correct. As a matter of fact, the foundation for phase two is already poured. Yeah. Okay. There's a big concrete slab out there. It's already there. Now we just need to put the building on the slab. So we're going to ask for the $1.3 million to continue that. And by the way, on that particular project, I have to note that that was because of the state, the Aging and Long Term Care Services Department of the state. The phase one of that building was pretty much 100% funded by the state. We put some city money into it as our match, but for the most part, that was funded by the state. So We see that this is an ongoing project that they're going to want to continue to see be more and more and more successful. So if we can get this 1.3 million, we'll be able to put on that next phase, which will add even more capacity to our senior services right here in the city of Rancho. So that is a huge priority is to continue once again, building on the successes that we've created and continuing the synergy and keeping the ball rolling on these fantastic, fresh, new additions to the quality of life of Rio Rancho.
0: I know you go up to Santa Fe as the mayor of Rio Rancho, but... At some point, you must talk to our legislators here
1: in the state Senate and the state house and tell them what you're looking to do. I do. I make phone calls to them. I sit down, we talk with them. And this resolution was conveyed to each and every one of them. So we go in and we talk to them and we say, hey, these are the things that we'd like to do. And we put a little sales pitch on it, (laughs) (laughs) you know. Sure. So here's on the quality of life side. We need $350,000 to plan, design, construct improvements to the Savannah Grande recreation center i've been pushing to get that facility cleaned up renewed refreshed so we've made it a priority this year to ask the legislature for $350,000 to fix that building up. It needs to be fixed. Hmm. It's one of the original Rio Rancho buildings. And if anybody knows this, I think they'll really support this project. Like I said, I think the citizens that understand this particular facility will align with this request. I think it really speaks to the citizens that use that building. It is an important building to the city of Rio Rancho and maintaining it is something that needs to be a priority at this point because it is coming up on the the end of its useful life if we don't do something for it. So that's that one. And then $182,000 to plan, design, construct the Americans with Disabilities Act and other improvements to city parks. So we want $182,000 to go around and do ADA improvements to the various different parks around the city to make sure that our parks are as accessible to as many people as possible and making sure that we're keeping up with the ADA requirements throughout our community. And then here's one of the smaller ones, $29,000 to plan, design, equip, and construct improvements to the Animal Resource Center. As you know, the Animal Resource Center and the animals therein are a huge priority for me. And we want to continue to do upgrades and improvements to that facility. There's vacant properties on either side of the Animal Resource Center. That's the one up on Northern? Yeah, on Northern yeah. there. There's you see, And I would love to see if the city couldn't acquire the properties either to the east or the west of the Animal Resource Center for future expansion. Right now, we're not outgrowing the facility because they're doing an amazing job of controlling the population inside there through adoptions and through transfers to rescues, and then making sure that we're getting the animals back to their homes if we can find the owners. Mm -hmm. And so that's always a priority. And the Animal Resource Center has been doing a phenomenal job getting that stuff done with limited resources. But in this particular case, there's some improvements and upgrades that we want to make to the facility, like cameras and different things like that. And then, of course, we want to make sure the facility is always up to date and in good condition to make sure that the animals that are having to visit there have the most comfortable experience possible. So that's our quality of life side, Mm -hmm. public safety. Yes. That's a big one. It's the three-legged stool of running a city that I talk about. There's public safety, there's public infrastructure, and then there's quality of life. So on the public safety side, we're going to approach the state legislature for $550,000 to purchase a fire engine. So that's on the capital outlay priority list. So we'd like to see if we can get money. And by getting that money, we'll be able to hopefully pair that up with the public safety bond that voters will have the opportunity to vote on on March 1 with this money and the public safety bond money will be able to really support our public safety the way they need to be supported with really good equipment that helps them respond to our emergencies. When you're having an emergency, you want them to respond with the best possible equipment in the best possible time. So we're always looking for ways to pair up our money with state money so that we get the best and maximum use. So we'll be asking for $550,000 to purchase a fire engine. We will be asking for $500,000 to purchase additional police vehicles. And so there's that. And then we'll be asking for $300,000 to plan, design, equip, and construct improvements At the Fire Rescue Station number 1. This is the original fire station in Rio Rancho down on Southern Boulevard. And it's the, uh, well, it's not the original fire station. You know where the original fire station is? No. It's on 19th Street. Oh wow! Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's that little building there. And that's the original public. Okay. Well, that building. would make sense because those were the original houses. Exactly. It was right there. Yeah. And it's still there. And the fire department still uses that building. They don't dispatch calls out of there, but it's used for various different training. The one on Southern is between what golf course and Unser on the south side. Correct. Right? Yeah. I've seen exactly, that. There. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And then we're looking for possibly two hundred and forty two thousand to plan, design, equip, and construct improvements at the police headquarters. That building's needing some upgrades and that building's That's needing some quantum. That's on quantum, right? That's on quantum, yeah. exactly. Two hundred twenty thousand to purchase an ambulance. There's more public safety, and eighty-three thousand to purchase additional police motorcycles. Oh, so because we have motor cops here in the city, and yes. you know they run traffic all the time. You want to
0: see them speed through the construction area <laughs> oh, right. on Five
1: Twenty-Eight? Yeah, they are sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> so that slow down through the construction zones. I know everybody's in a hurry, but in those construction zones. They can become very dangerous for the construction workers, and they can become dangerous for you driving through there. At 35, they can get you stopped in time in case Mm -hmm. there's a problem. So those are the top priorities on the public safety side. So now that leaves us with public infrastructure. Now, here's where some of the big ticket items come in. (laughs) 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 Roads. So how many of you out there have driven that section of UNSER between Cherry and Paseo de Volcan? we bottlenecks. And
0: uh yeah, it bottlenecks and there's some wear from water running across. Yeah,
1: it's you know, it's got drainage issues. We've had to patch it to try to hold it together because it's a very expensive section of roadway. So in this particular case on the public infrastructure side, we have asked for fifteen million six hundred and forty five thousand Dollars to plan, design, acquire right-of-way, because we still have to buy some of the land there, and reconstruct, widen Unser Boulevard between Pasea de Volcan, which is New Mexico 347. It's also known as Pete V. Domenici Memorial Highway and Cherry Road. So that's that section mm-hmm. between Cherry and Pasea de Volcan, right? And so $15.5 million is what we need to wow. put that into four lanes. Two uh, lanes each direction, yes. like the rest of it is. And if you've
0: ever left a concert from the event center, and you're coming down uncertain to go home, yep,
1: you'll really appreciate having that widened out. Oh yeah, you you will. But I get this question a lot: Why hasn't that section been built? Because it's a very expensive section. You're going up a hill, mm-hmm. and then not only you're going up a hill. I don't think a lot of people realize this, but you're also crossing a very wide arroyo. So there's a bridge there. Mm-hmm. So the bridge has to be widened and constructed as well. And Bridges are not cheap. So you've got the bridge there as the arroyo goes through there. We're constantly having to grade the shoulders on that because the drainage is not engineered properly. So this would include all of that drainage. This would include all of those improvements that would make it the same as the four lanes before you get there and the four lanes yeah. after you get there. So it'll eliminate the bottlenecking. This is something we'd like to see get done. And if the state would like to help us with that, they can own a section of uh, Rio Rancho Unser. They can own that section for a mere $15 million. There you go. The price is right. And so we'd like to see this project at least start moving forward. And so that's, one of the ones there. Now, here's an interesting one, and we haven't really talked about this, but this is going to be an interesting project moving forward that a lot of people aren't aware of, but it's really going to put Rio Rancho on the map. And we've glazed across it, but this is $10 million to design, plan, construct, an extension of the water utility system to service the new National Cemetery for Veterans. Now, this is an area of property that the National Cemetery system has decided that the next national cemetery in New Mexico will be in the city of Rio Rancho. And it's up in the northern part of Rio Rancho, kind of north of Enchanted Hills, but south of the Armory but what we'd like to do is extend the reuse water system out there and supply reuse water for the watering that they would do for any of the watering landscape that they put in. Now, we don't know what their landscape's going to look like. I'm not thinking it's going to be a full-blown grass landscape because of the desert conditions and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I think it's going to be some sort of hybrid, but we haven't seen all the plans yet. But this is really a great honor for the city of Rio Rancho to be selected to have a national cemetery in our city limits. And we'll talk more about that as that progresses, but we'd like if the state would give us $10 million to extend the waterline system up there. And this is a project that I can probably talk to several legislators about that would chip in a little bit of money each that they'd all want their name on helping with this particular project, because this really We'll honors our veterans by having this type of facility in the city limits so we're excited about this and we'll see where it goes and if we can get that done that'll be great but it's coming either way Yeah, it is coming either way the exactly. cemetery is coming exactly and, yeah. and then we would like 4.8 million dollars to plan design and construct college boulevard to Broadmoor boulevard now this is a section of road in city center that connects the colleges the unm and cnm college campus so it's a section of road that comes around off of King, okay, basically, and it loops kind of at a curve down through between the two colleges, and then it loops down and curves again and ties back into Broadmoor. And so this is the final connection piece that kind of ties Broadmoor from the senior center up to the college campuses. So this way, Derek, when you come into City Center off of Broadmoor, you don't have to take the frontage road and go all the way around in front of City Hall to get to the college campus. This would ex- kind of take Broadmoor further north and then it would cut to the west mm-hmm. back over to the college campuses. So if everybody's like, I don't know where College Boulevard is, <laughs> it's just yeah. technically it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, but so right now when you go up Broadmoor and you cross Paseo de Volcan and then you go past the new senior center, it just stops. Right. So it would continue on and then curve around and meet up with the rest of the roads in city center. There.
1: Correct. Exactly. So this would create that extension. And that's really going to help us grow the area as well. And then a million dollars to plan, design, a combined public safety training, fleet building, maintenance, fueling station, and heavy equipment storage facility. So that's a lot to say all in one. But what this is, is this is just kind of a huge combined utility building, if you will. So right now... We don't really have large-scale utility buildings. We've got one up on... Iris and de Volcan, right there as you come down, there's one there, there's a city building there, but that's more for streets and right-of-way, public works, etc. Yeah. And then some of the public works buildings have some storage, but for example, we really don't have a real good storage facility for all of our parks and recreation equipment, hmm. okay? And so having a fleet building, and we do have a fleet maintenance building where we maintain city vehicles. It's back behind fire station number one, And it's been back there for years and years and years. And honestly, it's a very small building. I think it only has two or three bays there to service fleet vehicles for the city of Rancho. With the limited number of bays that we can use, there's only a limited number of mechanics we can hire to deal with city vehicles at any given time, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to expand that ability, obviously, with the growing number in our fleet of police vehicles, fire vehicles. Parks and Recreation vehicles, so
0: those little Rio Rancho yeah, pickup trucks yeah, I see the Rio driving Rancho around. Pickup trucks, yeah. right,
1: right, exactly. So all of those fleet vehicles, and then this is one that I've been working on. We already have some of the money for this, so this is more of a completion because this is going to feed into one of my long-term plans that you and I have talked about when it comes to infrastructure in the city of Rio Rancho that really helps attract and recruit businesses. It helps keep traffic flows inside the city limits. But $300,000 to plan, design, construct, the intersection improvements at Idelia Road and Loma, Colorado Boulevard. And as you know, Shining Stars just opened their new facility down there. And you've got Rio Rancho Middle School right there. And so there's a lot of traffic that happens on that intersection of Idelia and Loma, Colorado, mm-hmm. right? And right now there's temporary streetlights yeah, that they're are the wires, it, Yeah, they're hanging on wires. Yeah, exactly. So they're temporary there because we want to come back and construct that intersection in an appropriate way so that it handles the traffic flows better so that way when people need to make a left onto Loma, Colorado or make a left onto Idalia there are the lanes to handle those left-hand turns. And it's going to need to be Idalia really needs to be paved through there too. Well, it does and that's why I don't think we mentioned this but going forward the governing body did approve a contract for the engineering last year now that's one of the things that we'll be looking at going forward this year major infrastructure road projects. This is just the capital outlay that we're asking the state of New Mexico for, sure. right? This is not by any means the all-inclusive list. But you are aware that it needs to be repaid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. so it is out to engineering. We yeah. actually awarded the engineering contract for it. So once the engineering comes back and they give us all the details, so what we're wanting to do is reconstruct Idelia all the way from the roundabout back to Northern. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. And that would also fix that intersection where there's a temporary stoplight there at Broadmoor in yeah, Idalia. absolutely. there's temporary stoplights there too. The reason we put up the temporary stoplights is because there's a bigger plan when it's not that that's the type of stoplight we're going right. to. I had somebody ask me that, are you guys going to start using these as a norm? And no, 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 no. These are only temporary. We keep these in storage when we need to control the traffic in a certain circumstance. And so what we would look to do is when we reconstruct this completely, all those new mast arms and the appropriate signaling and the appropriate equipment would be installed in each of these intersections. Now, we're gonna get ahead of the total overall reconstruct in this intersection at Loma, Colorado and Idelia, because we need help at that intersection with the two schools there. So there's a lot of traffic there. We already need help there. We're also gonna be looking at what we can do, and you know this, is we're also going to be looking at what we can do to extend Loma Colorado from northern all the way up to Paseo de Volcan. Uh-huh. So that'll make that final connection. Like you did you, with Broadmoor. Exactly. You've heard me say this. There are three roads that when I took office that I was really wanting to figure out how we could get them done. Broadmoor was the first one. We got that done. Lincoln was the second one. And we got that done. Now, Loma, Colorado is squarely in my crosshairs. That's the one I want to get done now because it'll really help on multiple, multiple levels from commercial development to just transportation well, throughout those the city. All people that go to Cleveland High School. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If you live north of Northern and you need to get to Cleveland High School, Loma, Colorado would be a beautiful thing for yes. for you. It would also save the schools a huge amount of money in transportation costs, yeah. you know, running the, buses, the buses up there. Right. Absolutely. Cuz right now the buses have to go out to the peripheral and come back around. Now they used to have to go all the way to Unser until we got Broadmoor done. Now right. they can go up Broadmoor, but Loma Colorado would be that real intersection it's right near there and and so When you paved Broadmoor and brought
0: that all the way through, now we see houses being built. So I imagine the same thing would happen. Correct.
1: Once you put infrastructure into an area, it becomes a magnet to development. Absolutely. And so those, those are the things there. So looking at that, those are some of the immediate things that we're looking for from the legislature. Now, let's look a little bit further into the crystal ball that is 2022 and what Mayor Hull would like to see done. Mm -hmm. We're moving forward with the engineering on phase two of Southern Boulevard. So I'm hoping that somewhere along the line, we'll get the engineering done in 2022. Will we start construction in 2022? Probably not. But there's phases that we need to get done. And if you've been hung up in some of the traffic over there with the traffic cones, that's because we actually have surveyors in the area from the engineering teams that are doing the survey work on the underground utilities because when we go to dig that road up there's potentially the need to move utilities out of the way, right? So we've got to map all this underground stuff before we just send bulldozers in there and start ripping stuff up. So they want to know where all this is. So they map out all the utilities it's all part of the engineering process because a lot of people have been calling saying, are they starting the Southern Boulevard project? No, 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 no. We're not starting that just yet, but we're doing the preliminary work that leads up to the start. And then once we have the engineering done, we're able to actually put estimates on what the total cost of this project is going to be. Right now, we're estimating somewhere around $25 million, okay, from golf course all the way to UNSER. It's a lot of money, yeah. and there's but there's a lot of infrastructure in there, so there's a lot to be done. It's a bigger project than I think people can imagine. So- Once we get the engineering done, we're really able to refine that number. Is it 25 million or is it 20 million or is it 28 million? What is it? We don't know. With inflation costs right now, it could be a lot more. So we don't know. And also the price of oil is up. So with the price of oil being up, that means asphalt is more expensive, right? So those are the different things that you have to look at from these different supply chain issues. And then hopefully we won't have the same supply chain issues in 2022 and 2023 that we had in 2021. So if we get past that.
0: And when they do these things, say that water main's been under there for 50 years and the population's grown. So now would be the time to put in a new
1: modern type water Absolutely. main. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm unwavering in my desire to make sure that when we take a road up, if there's infrastructure underneath that road, that infrastructure gets upgraded or replaced if it's necessary. And look, most of the infrastructure underneath a lot of the roads is 20, 30, 40 years old. Some of it was substandard to begin with. And as we know, we've got leaking water lines all over the city. And that's been something that I've attacked with just laser focus, get these water lines replaced and the really cool thing is, Derek, with all the roads that have been replaced in the city of Rio Rancho, the 27 major road segments and the ones that are queued up, every one of those where we've replaced the utilities because of the way we managed the utility fund and we were very cautious with how we spent money, every bit of the infrastructure underneath those roads was paid for with cash. It was not financed. So the underlying utilities that we have replaced has no debt against it. And no interest. And no interest. So we don't have any debt service. It doesn't impact our cash flows. We paid cash for it. We get to move on. So that's something that I've been very, very focused on trying to make sure that we accomplish that, right? So that being said, I'd like to continue to move the Southern Boulevard project forward. And once we get through phase two at some point in time in the next, I would say we would start construction on that in the next three years Mm -hmm. with the way things are progressing. Other roads that I would like to see done is I would like to continue to advance our crack patch program, but also I'd like to start meeting with neighborhoods about ideas and solutions on how we would start going into neighborhoods and completely peeling up roads and repaving roads, not yeah. just repairing them, but repaving yeah, you them. you don't want to just pave over
0: the cracks because then they sink in again. Right. So you tear up the old asphalt yeah, and yeah. actually lay down there. Yeah,
1: you have to tear up the old asphalt. And unfortunately, we have to start from ground zero With the exception of maybe the curb and gutter, if you're in a neighborhood that actually has curb and gutter, because a lot of these neighborhoods in the original Rio Rancho, they were allowed to be built without curb and gutter. So there's some where it's like, okay, there's not even curb and gutter. It's just literally asphalt on dirt. So this is not news and it's not a revelation that we're just learning. We know about this problem. And I have been steadfast in when we rebuild roads, we rebuild them to the new and latest standards so that we hopefully will not see the same type of transverse cracking that happens across these roads in these newer neighborhoods. But going back into the old neighborhoods, we've got to sit down with the neighborhoods and say, what What do we want to do here? Because it's going to take some money to get these things repaved. How do we want to approach this? How do we want to finance it? How do we want to pay for it? So I think next year, one of my goals will be to try to meet with as many neighborhood groups as I possibly can to see what kind of ideas we can put on the table, drop some solutions, and, and see if that's something that we can get done. And then maybe we can start slowly moving through each of these neighborhoods. But the neighborhoods, when we do go to fix some of these roads and these, repave these neighborhood roads, we're going to have to go in and put in base course. So it's not like we have something underneath that we can work with. There's nothing underneath that we, we can work with. And that's why also... There are certain roads when people call me and they say, hey, when are you going to do the crack patch in my neighborhood? I have to be the one to deliver the bad news that crack patch isn't going to work in your neighborhood because there's no substrate that would support it. There's nothing to fix underneath. So that's why it
0: probably cracked in the first place.
1: Correct. It it cracked and then it it shrunk away and it created a a crack. It was A gap that was 8, 10 inches wide. And it's unfortunate that this was allowed to be done many, 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 many years ago. And then, of course, without the appropriate maintenance over the years, they've gone into this really deteriorative state. And so, we all have to come together as a community to figure out how we're going to do this. I have to bring this up, Derek, because I think it's sincere and it's a request. That, but if you drive down 19th Street right now, oh yeah, there's a sign. I don't know if you've seen it. 19th is a bad one, mm-hmm. okay. And there's a sign somebody's put up on the telephone pole says mayor fix our streets they stink yeah. <laughs> and there's a christmas bow on there yeah. so so i take it in the sense that it was put there and i see it and I've, I've actually thought i need to write a sign myself and put it up there as a response saying 19th is going to get fixed yeah you know <laughs> 19th is on my target for this year it's hard for me to communicate out the list but here's the caveat The caveat to 19th and Quantum and Northern being fixed is we have to get a yes on the 2022 road bond. So if the bond is approved by the voters in 2022, in March 1, Mm -hmm. we have that election coming up in just 60 days. Wow, that's right. 60 days. So we've got that election coming up and you and I will be talking about polling dates and polling locations over the next few months. When does early voting start right here? You can go out to the city's website and already get all that information, but we want to make sure that you have it. But it's really important because there's three questions that are going to be on the ballot that involve the things that we're focused on. Number one, there's the road bond. And number two, there's the public safety bond. And I talked about that a little bit earlier. And number three, there's going to be the quality of life bond. And the quality of life bond is going to help us address some of these ADA issues. It's going to help us address some of these buildings, the parks and rec buildings that are in decay. So we need to fix those, right? So let's say we get a yes vote on March 1, and it's confirmed by the voters that the road bond is renewed for another cycle. And remember, we have to renew this by law. We have to renew this every two years. So this is that every two year cycle that... We have to get the voters' approval to go out and issue bonds again to fix these roads. So, on the road bond this year, what we have talked about, and there's going to be a lot of public meetings on this, is the roads that we've identified as 19th Street, okay, which has got water infrastructure under it that needs to be replaced. And I think the people that live, On or off 19th will agree with me that road needs to get done. Oh, yeah. And so there's that one. And then another one that's been identified in the 2022 road bond that if it gets approved, if there's a yes vote on March 1st is Spring Road. I don't know if you've ever driven down Spring Road, Derek. You wouldn't go down it unless you really kind of live in that neighborhood. But it's a collector that uh, runs through multiple neighborhoods and it, it comes off of Unser. So if you're heading north on Unser from Southern Boulevard, it's Fifth Street on one side on the left and it's Spring on the right. Oh. okay. okay. so you turn to the east down Spring and it goes all the way down to Chessman. So that's on the 2022 Geobond and then Northern Boulevard. Now, if you've driven on Northern from 528 up to Rockaway. It's getting worn out. It needs to be fixed now. So that would be there. And then Quantum, speaking of the police station earlier, okay, Quantum Road runs from 528 up to Northern. And so that being said... We need to get that fixed because there are a lot of businesses on there. And if you'll recall, I think it was about a year and a half ago, there was a sinkhole on that road. Oh, so man. there are utilities in that under that road that need to be replaced as well. All of these that have been identified. So along with those roads, moving into 2022, mm-hmm. Riverside Drive, that's, from, that's in your neighborhood. Riverside Drive is going to get done in this year, okay? So roads, roads, roads in 2022, and that's going to be the big focus. And we closed out 2021 being able to say over the last six years, we've replaced over 27 major road segments in the city of Rio Rancho in the last six years. I'd like next year to see that jump to a number of around 35 to 37. So if we can replace 10 more new road segments, it means in the next year, Derek, that would be a huge accomplishment. And you know, when when we talk about those 27 road segments, that doesn't mention the improvements that have been done to 528, like resurfacing it from the city limits to Southern Boulevard and now the expansion that's going on from Ridgecrest all the way to Northern. So you got all that road work being done as well. And while those are DOT projects they're in the city limits of Rio Rancho. So while we don't control or run the project, they do serve as an improvement to the city and the quality of life. And when it comes to driving, because we know we like to drive on those smooth roads.
0: So that's what we have to look forward to in 2022 that we know
1: about. Correct. And of course, we're going to continue our trek to opening new businesses. I mean, 2021, we saw some great businesses get opened. If you didn't see them most recently, I was driving on 528 just uh, last week, and my goodness, Tap and Taco is open.
0: They have more people there now than they did when it was a Burger King. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well The parking lot's packed, yeah, so whatever the, they're doing. The parking doing lot was packed. Must it be was, really good tacos. It, it, you know, yes, absolutely. And so you've got Tap and Taco that's opened up. You had so it's whip, a brewery, right? Right. Yeah, with tacos. Right. And uh, you had Whiptail open up. And if you mm-hmm. haven't tried that, you got to go in there and give them a shot. We had Stripes Burrito open. And uh, I never knew what a following Stripes Burrito has, but that place is busy. And I did have one of their chicken sandwiches. And that's not a meal for one. That's like a meal for four. Oh, man. It's okay. a big chicken sandwich, <laughs> but it was really good. good. i uh, so you have to check it out. I You have to go ready. give it a try. Yeah. And I haven't had one of their burritos yet, but you can give them a try. We've seen so many things open up throughout the city. As a matter of fact, Popeye's just opened up. Mm. So if you haven't been to the new Popeye's, there you go. You got Popeye's chicken in Rio Rancho. We had Dunkin' Donuts open up. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. We had the second Dutch Brothers Coffee open at the same time. We've had so many little businesses pop up all over the city. It's been incredible. When you drive around the area and you look at the various different things that have been built up and down Unser Boulevard, when you think about some of the new businesses that have come in there, and pretty soon you're going to have Rise and Roast that we're going to open that up. And we saw so many amazing things kind of pop up all over the city. You go up into Enchanted Hills. Nico celebrated the opening of the new Turtle Mountain in Enchanted Hills on New Year's Eve. So he rang in the New Year's with his new building. And so we want to congratulate him on the opening of that new building. And that was a great new addition to the Rio Rancho retail market as well. And I can just kind of go up and down. I know there's a where the original Turtle Mountain is. You've got M&F Auto Sales at That's opening up a new location there. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that's never been along Southern Boulevard that I'm ever aware of.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, they have two locations in Albuquerque, I believe. And so they're coming into
1: Rio Rancho. Right. So they're moving up here because they see the demand in the market. And so there is a lot that we're looking to do in 2022. Oh, not to mention, you know, another road that we've already talked about, but it's going to happen because we just approved the contract. Rainbow Boulevard. I keep talking to people. It's funny that we just approved the contract to reconstruct that, you know, just two weeks ago. And there was a big article in the paper, but I keep getting people calling me. When are you going to repave Rainbow Boulevard? I'm like, well, it's starting. And they're like, really? Like, yeah, Ask and you yeah, shall yeah, receive. Exactly. Right? It's getting done. So to the person that put up the sign, I don't know if you listen to this show or not, that's on 19th, that road is identified in this year's bond cycle. So I don't see any reason why the bond wouldn't get approved because we've been making such great progress. Well, you know, the there's one
0: person that'll vote for it right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on 19th?
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I thought about going out there and putting my own sign on the poll saying, coming this year, yeah. vote yes on the road bond, Mayor Hull. You know, I'd yeah. <laughs> probably get, I was gonna probably, suggest probably it, get yeah. some media attention if I put an <laughs> answer to the sign on the post. But that being said, we just want to all work together. I remind everybody when I took office in 2014, no roads were being fixed. And all the roads throughout the city had years and years and years of neglect. And in 2011, the road bond had been voted down and And not having a bond cycle in place to fix roads for from 2011 to 2016, that was five years. That's the equivalent in cost and setback of really 10 years. So when you delay stuff like that, because then you've put off those repairs and those rebuilds for five years. And so the thing that we have to look at is being consistent in the bonding cycles. We're going to get to them, but there's 400 miles of paved roads, I believe, in Rio Rancho. And it that equates to a $600 million problem. Okay. Wow. And it, we'll look, Derek, I mean, it's probably more than that if you do everything that you want to do, because we just talked about Southern Boulevard's $25 million. Mm-hmm. That section of Unser is $18 million. I mean, there you're at $40 million. And you're not putting in sidewalks and gutters and things on that part of Unser, or are you? Uh, you know, it'll be built out the same as the rest of it. So if there's okay. sidewalks, yeah, there's sidewalks uh, on, one side. uh, on, on, on one side. So yeah. it'll be built out the same. Okay. So that's why those expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. And then when you look at like the contract we just did for Rainbow, that's three and a half million dollars right there just for that. And that won't have the sidewalks and the curb and the gutter because we just don't have the money for that. But we're going to queue it up and phase it up for that. What we need to do is fix the road so it's safe to drive on and make sure that we're doing a good job there, right? So we're going to go ahead and get the asphalt down, and there will be some drainage repairs and some drainage features put into the road, but it won't have all the bells and whistles. But we need to get it done, so we're doing it incrementally. But I can add up just on a probably, I don't know six or eight roads that need to be done in Rear Rancho, I can get to 200 million really fast, hmm. okay? So that doesn't even cover everything else that needs to be done from the residential side to the new roads that need to be built and some of the dirt roads that need to be paved. Hmm. And so looking at these items, we're, there's a long, long list of roads, and I understand everybody's desire to get them done. And we're going to continue to focus on that because that has been my number one focus for eight years now, And it'll continue to be my focus going into the future. So we're going to keep this ball rolling and we're going to keep this moving in the right direction as we keep these bond cycles. We're also going to continue to focus on growing public safety in the city of Rio Rancho. As you can see, our priorities with the state legislature and the public safety bond focus on making sure that our first responders have the equipment and the tools necessary to respond to our emergencies to make sure they're there when we need them. And so we want to do that. And those are the things that we're going to be focused on in 2022. It's quality of life, public safety, and infrastructure. I'm focused. And those things that you mentioned during the course of this program, these
0: are all your plans, Mayor Hull's plans. Correct. These are things you have. You've been looking at your laptop and telling us what you want to do. So several things have to happen on March 1st, which is election day. The road bond has to pass or you can't do it. The public safety
1: bond has to pass and you will have to be reelected mayor. So all of those things to to see those priorities move forward and to keep this ball rolling, all of those things that have to happen. But hey, I feel confident that we're going to keep this thing going and we're going to continue to do great things for the city of Rio Rancho. And I take the concerns and the criticism very seriously and I'll continue to do so. And if you know me and if you've interacted with me, most people, if they want to get hold of me, they'll send me a message on Facebook and next thing you know, I'm on the phone with them. So I take all this stuff very seriously because I live here too. My family lives here. I've lived in Rio Rancho for over 20 some odd years. But I do know that, you know, I love Rio Rancho and I got three generations of family living here and I'm very concerned about the safety of our community. I'm very concerned about the quality of life of our community. I'm very, very concerned and focused on the infrastructure. So we want to make sure that we leave the next generation a great city to live in as well. So uh, my goals are very aligned with just about everybody else's that I'm aware of when they say we want all those high level things. So that's 2022 in a nutshell. And as you know, right here on kdsk if you tune in every sunday morning at 8 a.m you're going to hear the mayor whole show and we're going to give you an update on what's going on and every now and then we give you a sneak peek on something good that's about to happen in rio rancho so you get it from the mayors as i always say Call me and get it from the horse's mouth as opposed to getting it off of social media because I'm sorry, I have to just say it. There's just a lot of misinformation out there, and I just want to encourage people, if you read something, do the research on it because most everything that I can think of that involves the city is on the city's website. It's a huge website, but the information is there, and you can always go cross-check the facts. I was talking to somebody this past week, and I'll wrap it up with this, Derek, that somebody made a comment on social media that our animal control facility or our animal resource center said that we didn't even have the wands to read the microchips and that's not true we've got the wands to read the microchips well
0: as we know (laughs) anybody can say
1: anything on social media and that's what i say just if you hear something like that the best way to figure it out is pick up the phone call the animal resource center and say hey Do you guys have those wands that read the microchips? And they'll say, yes, we have those wands that read the microchip.
0: I'm talking with Mayor Greg Hall of Rio Rancho. And Mayor, here's to a great 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. Make it a great year. Go out, have a good time, and God bless.